Hello, friends. Mix up a tiki drink and turn up the radio. You're listening to Blame It On Buffett. Well, I sailed from Lauderdale down to Key Largo. Crossed the Gulf on a fast loop and I sailed the Abacos. As a kid, I read Contiki and now all the pirate books, too. There's just so many places on my list to see. I'm going crazy just trying to choose. Welcome to Blame It on Buffett. I'm back. Uh, I took a little bit of a hiatus. Um, in the sort of holidays, winter time, I get kind of like into Christmas vibe and just hibernating vibe. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't really do any episodes for a couple months, but hopefully you will uh, forgive me for that and continue to listen. I'm really happy to have you here if you are still tuning in. Um, I know a lot of people, new people listened to the um, last episode, which was with Delaney Buffett. So if you are new to the podcast because of that episode, thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you for continuing to listen uh, and checking out this episode. Uh, and if you are not, and you only listen to that episode, then clearly you're not listening to this. So it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I really appreciate new old uh, faces, ears that are listening. Thank you for sticking with me once again. Um, I'm getting back into the swing of things, so hopefully there's going to be more episodes um, weekly or at least every other week uh, coming at you. So uh, there was a little bit of a once a month situation, but now we're getting back into, if you listen to the the interview, hear me talk about like how I kind of am a seasonal person. So this podcast might sort of have like seasons where there's times of the year where I do a lot more episodes and then maybe... Um, <clears throat> times of the year where I do less episodes. So we'll see, whatever. It's kind of just based on how I feel. Uh, but thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in or checking it out. Um, for anyone that's new to the podcast, uh, my name is Aaliyah Moore. I'm the host of this podcast, uh, Blame It On Buffett, um, which is inspired by Kelly McGuire's song, Blame It On Buffett. Um, the very first episode, which was over a year ago, you guys. Oh my goodness was so long ago. Uh, it feels, it doesn't feel like that long ago though. Like a time really flew by considering I haven't left my house for like a year. <clears throat> so, um, if you want to, you know, go back and listen to the very first episode, I'm sure it's very different, uh, than what I'm doing lately just because that was an in-person episode. Um, we were in the hot tub, which is funny. Um, honestly, I wish I could record every episode in the hot tub, but the pandemic kind of, uh, didn't, let that happen. So, but yeah, so check that out or any of the other episodes that you think look interesting to you. If you're new, uh, part of what I do on this podcast is really just anything escapism adjacent. So, um, there's going to probably be episodes that you think seem really interesting and ones that maybe you don't care as much about. And that's totally cool. Um, I would just love it if you listen to whatever episodes you think sound interesting, whatever guests you think sound interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to uh, support the podcast, you can do that on um, Anchor where I have a uh, support button and you can check that out. It's kind of like a um, Patreon donation style where it's kind of like a monthly thing and you can support for as little as 99 cents a month. Um, I understand that when I wasn't making as much content, that kind of was... 
I, I appreciate the people, my supporters who like still stuck with me, even though I wasn't like producing a lot of content. Um, but I, I am getting back into it. I promise uh, there will be more content coming at you. So I don't want to take up too much time. I, before we get to the guest here, um, <clears throat> I really just wanted to say like, thanks for tuning in um, after the break and I will be hopefully doing much more regular episodes now. Um, and I'll talk, I, I mentioned the interview a little bit, so I won't get into much here, but there's a lot of, there's several new Jimmy Buffett podcasts and they're all, you know, like there's just something out there for everyone now, which is really exciting. Um, they're all kind of different. Um, so uh, if you you know, when, when you listen, I, I mentioned them all in, in the interview. So like you can check those out and <clears throat> maybe some of them are for you. Maybe some of them are more for you than this podcast and that's totally okay. I think the important part uh, is that, you know, we're all talking about Jimmy Buffett it, to some extent, me maybe less than most of the others, to be honest. So, uh, so yeah, so th- that should be providing any content you feel like you're missing here if you're just really like in it for all Jimmy Buffett all the time. Um, Basically all the other podcasts are that more than I am. So I'm really more about, you know, let's talk about anything that has remotely anything to do with the lifestyle that Jimmy Buffett leads. So let's go to the beach, let's drink a cocktail, various musicians even that aren't Jimmy Buffett, sailing, you know, whatever the thing is. Um, And uh, so my guest this week excuse me, uh, is, um, Danny Lynn from Tiki Man Radio. So this is a music, very musical episode. I mean, I don't play music, but he does on the radio station, tikimanradio.com. You can check that out. And it was really cool to get to talk to him. I was introduced to him by, uh, Brian and Michelle, B-Man and Michelle, who were my guests a couple episodes ago. And, you know, it's just, cool to meet new people and that's partly why I do the podcast too and he's doing a lot of stuff so um if you have heard of Tiki Man Radio um that's great if you haven't maybe you'll want to check it out after this um um because you know he we talk a lot about his sort of outlook and uh, intention with what he's putting out there which I always um approve of you know people that are trying to put positive things into the world especially on the internet um I mean I guess technically the radio stations on the internet it's not like you know I mean they do have a YouTube channel so go follow the YouTube channel you know the internet just has a lot of garbage out there so I really appreciated what he was saying about you know really trying to 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 be positive and not just like oh like never talk about negative things, but more like approaching things in a positive light. Like if you, you know, someone sends in a song that um, maybe isn't right for the radio yet, you know, he's not just like, oh no, he's like, well, here's, you know, maybe like you could up the production or, you know, just, just like bringing um, a positive, but honest approach. Uh, So I really appreciated that. So um, please enjoy this interview. All right, welcome to this week's guest uh, for Blame It on Buffett podcast. Um, it's been a couple months since I've done a, an episode, so hopefully not too rusty. Um, but hopefully my guest today will forgive me if I am. His name is Danny Lynn from Tiki Man Radio. Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Honestly, this is a little early for me. 
Uh, for anyone listening, it's 9 a.m. my time, which on a Saturday is not a time I would normally be like up and functioning necessarily. But but for you, Danny, I made it happen. I made it happen. Hey, I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like I don't. I mean, I'm not like a professional in any way, but I feel like there's probably some rule against like you shouldn't do like audio recording first thing in the morning when your voice is all like <laughs> gravelly and. But whatever, people who listen to this podcast hopefully will not care about that. We don't really run that professional of a situation here. So I think people probably know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, for me, early in the morning is better. That's why I do a morning show because, you know, I've got that uh, morning voice, you know. Like, yeah, good that's right. That's right. Uh, well, let's just like jump right in and talk about it. So um, you have a radio station called TT Man Radio. Um, and you have a show on Sunday mornings. Um, that uh, I'm actually really excited because tomorrow's guest on that show is going to be the soft boss who I am a big fan of him. Um, What, what, how did that, well, how did this all come about? Like, were you just like, I'm going to start a radio station or or what happened? Well, years ago, years ago, I had a, a a buddy of mine who owned a radio station called Tiki Island radio. And uh, I got involved with that, with him and, uh, as time went on, he had to go and do other things. And so, uh, I, I launched Tiki man radio, which is, uh, going into its seventh year now. Uh, wow. and the, at the time when I started it, I was still in the corporate world, traveling around and doing all kinds of stuff. And so Sundays was the, <clears throat> the best time for me to, um, do the show and started out, uh, two hours and then ended up, you know, it's three hours now from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So we, uh, uh, it's just a, it's very interactive, uh, you know, for people around the world through social media, people are chiming in throughout the show. Uh, and now we're streaming it on YouTube. So, uh, people are chiming in on that. They can actually see us in the studio. There's six cameras in the studio and we switch the cameras around. So, um, it's really cool. It's, it's been a, um, a big passion of mine. So people can actually like interact with the show as it's happening. And that will be like reflected. If you listen to the show, you'll like hear you like talking about things people are saying in the comments or like, is it like that interactive? (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) People people will be uh, chiming in from Sweden and Canada and uh, Key West and uh, California and everywhere else, you know, and they're, they're at their uh, local pub or they're at the, uh, you know, on their back porch, they're in their kitchen or whatever. It's somebody's birthday. Uh, we're very involved with a lot of things going on in Key West. Uh, the Conkfish Nation, which is part of Key West Finest, uh, uh, they are very, um, uh, we're going down to Key West in March and, and uh, they're very, uh, they rally around the radio station and uh, they come here, they travel here, they come in the studio with us. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just whatever's going on. It may be somebody's birthday, and you know we you know we sing happy birthday to them or uh, play their favorite song or whatever. That's really awesome. So, are you located in Key West? No, I'm actually in Harrison Bay in Tennessee, right outside of Chattanooga. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was in, um, like referred to by Brian and Michelle, who I had on a couple episodes ago. Um, if yeah. you want to check that out, um, and they're in Key West, and so I think they just. I don't know, like I just assumed because they were like, oh, yeah. And then like we're doing this with him and we're doing this with him. And it just sounded like you had your fingers in so many pies there that I just assumed, I guess, that that's also where you live. 
<laughs> well, in my head, I live there all the time. And, yes, <laughs> uh, you know, Brian and uh, B-Man, as we call him, Brian Field right. and, and Michelle, they, uh, you know, they're, they're my partners with the uh, Tiki Man Radio Songwriter Showcase in Key West every year during Me and the Minds. Uh, we're going into our fifth year with that this year. We're pretty excited about it. But, uh, yeah, we've worked together for you know, all the way back to when they released their first CD and living in Albuquerque and before they moved to Key West. And um, when they moved to Key West, we started talking about having our our own uh, songwriter showcase. And uh, the Tiki House was uh, had just opened up, which is a, a match made in heaven for me because the Tiki House, Tiki Man, Tiki Man Radio, it all worked really well. So, but yeah, we have a four day event down there during Me in the Minds. It's uh, you know fifty plus artists uh, every year, and uh, it's just a blast. Yeah. So uh, when I had them on, they were telling me about the Songwriter Showcase, and I have been to Me in the Minds a couple of times. Um, and I like did. It. There's so many things happening during Me in the Minds that I had. I don't think I've even ever been to that because there's just like so many uh, like music things going on that you can't possibly. Um, do all of them um, and I like didn't even or maybe like I went and like didn't know so next time I go to Media Minds um, I'll try and make a point of coming for at least part of that because um, it sounds like a pretty big event as part of that whole event. Yeah it's really cool we give each artist about 20 minutes um, and um, you know we started around 10 o'clock 11 o'clock somewhere around in there in the morning time and we go all till you know, eight, nine o'clock, but, uh, each artist has about 20 minutes. And, and then when they come off of the stage, while the next artist is setting up, we do the interview with them. And then we throw it back to the stage, which uh, Brian will be on the stage and he'll introduce the next artist. And we just roll that way all day long. So the, the individual artists that are there, they bring their entourage in when they come in, you know, so you got to, group of people you know switching out about every hour and uh it's just it just makes for a good time we 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 love the tiki house but we've outgrown it it's gotten so big and uh now we're going to be this year we're uh going to be over at dirty harry's uh at, behind rick's on the big stage there so we're pretty excited oh, going cool. into our fifth year with that yeah that that is exciting how do you like get musicians for that is it musicians that are going to be um in Key West for Me the Minds doing other things and so you get them on board or do you try and bring in new musicians that maybe haven't been to Meeting of the Minds before? What, so what we do at Tiki Man Radio, we focus a lot on the uh, new and upcoming artists, okay? So if there's somebody uh, that is coming along and, and uh, you know, we invite them on, maybe they've just got one song or, or maybe they just released a, an EP or something and so we, we, you know, if, if the, the music is good, it's good quality. Uh, we, we bring them on the Sunday show, we interview them, uh, and then we give them a platform to play down in Key West. So, but you're going to have your, you know, we, we've had over the years, uh, like I said, you know, I think the first year we had 30 something artists and now we're up over last year we had 50 or the year before we had 56, um, during the pandemic, uh, you know, Key West was closed down. And uh, Meeting Minds was canceled. Uh, now, there was a lot of people that ended up going down there anyway. But Brian and I, Brian and I decided early on, whenever they canceled Meeting Minds, that we were going to do our show virtually, uh, which uh, has, you know, put us in a whole nother, 
avenue as far as being able to do everything uh, with cameras and all that stuff. That's a great thing about the pandemic. It forced people to get out of their comfort zone and do things they normally wouldn't have done. Yeah, um, it's really fun to see some of the musicians that have started doing live shows um, on Facebook and stuff. And, and each week, like some of them get like their setup gets fancier, like they're streaming stuff, you know, they get more cameras or like different <laughs> things happening. So it's kind of cool. I'm really hoping that, um, you know, some people continue to do more live stuff um, after even after like things have gotten back to normal more and people can, you know, do their normal gig more. I, I hope there's still like some of this live stuff sticks around because for people that aren't in the areas as much as, um, you know, where, where you can see musician, the musicians live or um, see some of these events live, it's really cool to be able to see them, you know, at all. So that's really nice that you do a virtual show. Yeah. And then, uh, we, you know, as far as the, the songwriter showcase, uh, so, you know, like I said, 50, some of everybody goes down the meeting of the mind. So a lot of the artists are already there. Some of them, uh, may be playing at, you know, blue heaven or, you know, over at the lighthouse or something like that. And so Brian and I work really well together. I, I couldn't do it without Brian. And, uh, you know, if he decided, you know, one day that, uh, he didn't want to do it anymore, I'd be like, okay, that was a whole lot of fun. We just won't do it no more. But, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. And uh, so he kind of, he's really good about lining up the schedule with the artist and making sure it fits in. Okay, if they're playing over here, then they will um, be able to, you know, be at our place at, you know, 2.30 or whatever, you know. So it works out really well. But we've had all the artists that you know of, you know, Drop Dead Dangerous. We've had, uh, you know, Donnie Brewer. We've had everybody there over the years at some point in time or another. Uh, but we do love to have the, the new and upcoming artist. And, um, we also include a lot of the local artists in Key West. Uh, that's very important because it is important to us because they lose a lot of their gigs during that week. And, um, we won't also, because we're streaming it live on the radio, uh, the whole time we want to give them a platform and, and give people an opportunity to, uh, learn about the local Key West artists that they necessarily may not know. Yeah, that's actually really nice. I honestly, uh, <laughs> makes me feel kind of bad now, but I hadn't really thought about the fact that when you go for meeting in the mines and there's all these musicians, um, you know, coming in from other places, which I'm like, you know, you're excited to see all those musicians. And so you go to see them. You don't really think about the fact that like Key West has a ton of musicians playing there just during regular all the time. Um, and you know, you're not really seeing any of those people because you're going to see like the musicians that you, um, you know, that, you know, and, and really want to see in person. So, um, that's actually really great. I'm glad that, um, you're doing that for the locals, uh, and maybe they'll get discovered a little bit more and get brought into sort of the broader circle of, I, I, I would like, I normally say trap rock, but actually your radio station uses the term coastal Americana, which is one I've heard before, um, did you deliberately choose that just because it's sort of casts a wider net and isn't as niche? Like for people trying to approach your radio station, I know like trap rock is kind of a thing that people are like, what, what's that? I have no idea, but coastal Americana is kind of like, okay, like I, I could get an idea of what that is, even if I don't really know, like, was that a conscious choice? Yeah, it was, uh, I would say two and a half years ago, three years ago, I guess, uh, we came up with that term coastal Americana 
uh, we were part of the Americana Music Association, so we were we were dabbling with a lot of the artists, uh, you know, out of uh, Nashville and stuff like that. So uh, not necessarily, you know, and, and you're right about the trop rock. Uh, the reason that it really was a marketing thing for us, because, you know, when you were trying to, to get sponsors or you were, you know, talking to people about, you know, being partners or sponsors or whatever, well, what kind of music do you play? Well, we play trop rock. And they're like, uh, well, what the heck is that? You know, and they're like, yeah. And everybody would always say, you know, well, it's kind of like Jimmy Buffett type. Well, not everybody's a Jimmy Buffett fan, believe it or not. I mean, we're a lot of all of us are parrot heads. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> in the marketing world, not everybody, you know, and they may only know, you know, a couple of songs, you know, Cheeseburger in Paradise or Margaritaville or all this stuff, you know. So they it was really a conscious decision to t- to um throw a broader net on the music and be able to spotlight it because when you just focus on trop rock uh a lot of times you're missing out on a lot of other great music uh and so you know an artist may have one song about a margarita on the beach (laughs) and that's considered a trop rock song but they may have six other songs that they're playing in bars that are great songs that may not make it on a traditional trop rock radio station so we didn't really change anything about how we play the music and what we do because we've always played that music but there was a time where trop rock the 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 genre of it was a um it was a small platform and, and people didn't get the whole idea about what Tiki Man Radio was about. And that's why we came up with the term Coastal Americana. Yeah. And um, like you said, not everybody loves Jimmy Buffett. I mean, I think they're crazy, but whatever. As the song goes, we all, we owe it all to Buffett, you know, so. That's right. <laughs> uh, that's, I do. I mean, I have, you know, this podcast, but um mm-hmm. But also a lot of trop rock musicians, uh, which are cons- like I would consider trop rock musicians because they sort of run in the trop rock circle. But like, like you, their music isn't like not everybody likes to be Buffett, and like not all the musicians are really even like that trop. If you're like really sticking slavishly to like the you know definition of trop rock, if you're looking at the words like tropical. Like they're not all the musicians, you know, a lot of them are, have more of like a country bent or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just, just different, but it's like the songwriting that sort of brings them in. So, um, coastal Americana definitely seems like a, a not so niche way to like present that, um, where people might be more approachable, which I think is like what we want. Um, uh, I mean, like, I think the trop rock radio stations that really identify as trop rock. Like they definitely have an audience, right? Like everyone that knows that they love trop rock are going to tune into that. But um, sure. we want to we want to get more people. Like we want <laughs> we want to suck more people into our little music world. So you know, yeah. like sort of branding it as something that might be a little more sort of you know not I, I was going to say generic sounding, but like more approachable to people that um, you know are going to be like, oh well, I I don't really know what coastal Americana is specifically, but like I, that seems like I could get on board with it. Um, you know, we want, we want to get more people to listen to these musicians because, you know, we love them and, um, we want, we want the word to spread for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, all the radio stations do a great job and, you know, right after we did that, I guess going on our third year of Coastal Americana, you know, 
other radio stations started calling themselves Tropical Americana and uh, which I thought was really cool. But, you know, um, you know, all the radio stations have a unique way. You know, Eric and, and Gina do a great job at Radio Trop Rock with, the you know, what they do. And then you've got uh, Eric with Tiki Pot. He leans more towards the reggae side a little bit. You've got, you know, Harry with A1A. You know, he's he's traditional, independent, trop rock artist. Uh, you know, so everybody has is doing their own thing to grow. Uh, I think somewhere, you know, we, we, we wanted uh, trop rock to be a genre of music, but what we were creating was a, um, uh, a more of a movement of a, of a lifestyle which kind of goes back to the whole escapism of Jimmy Buffett. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the sort of the way that it seems like these musicians kind of got a foothold with the Jimmy Buffett and and not everybody who likes Trump rock necessarily even likes Jimmy Buffett, but um, sort of like, it seems like the way that they got a foothold is that, you know, they sort of are singing about some of the same themes. And so people who really like Jimmy Buffett and escapism are like, oh, you also sing about like running away to the beach and quitting your job? Yes, please. Like, I will listen to that. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So, you know. um, <clears throat> so it's really, uh, I think that kind of ideal of escapism that kind of like brings the listeners together for a lot of the music. Um, which kind of, I think, bonds people to, like, you meet someone and you're like, if you meet them at, like, Meeting the Minds or, like, a Trop Rock, like, house concert or, you know, any of these musicians' shows, you're like, okay, well, like, I already know that we have something in common, so, like, we're already friends. Um, and it kind of, like, creates this instant community with people that you don't know. It seems like, have you have you found that, like, when you go places or, like, you do your showcase or like that everyone's kind of on board, like, oh yeah, like this is the thing that seems rad because I already know that I like this music and, um, you know, I already know that I like this community. Well, I like to call it a traveling family show, you know, (laughs) all of the artists uh, are family and, you know, anytime a new artist comes in, I always tell them, you know, you know, you need to go down to me in the mines and what you're going to find, you don't worry about coming down and having places to play. You'll play somewhere. Somebody will tell you to get up on stage with them, but you it's really a meet and greet for the new artists to learn who all these people are, put the faces uh, with the names and, uh, um, you know, get to know these people because they're all going to help. Uh, they're all very helpful to all the new artists. You know, they want to, you know, say, hey, you know, here's where you can play out at this place. And, you know, this, that and the other. they're giving each other guitar strings. And uh, and then all the people that that. Uh, come down to me in the mines it's, of course they're, they're going to all the radio station events and and it's just a one big family i mean we're all you know that's the great thing about being a parrot head because i always like to say it's not you know being a parrot head is uh you know not what you do it's who you are and and it, and it really takes you uh places i mean you can go anywhere and you're going to run into a parrot head and they'll say hey come stay here or do this or do that or whatever so I just love the whole community as a, as a, as what I call a traveling uh, family show. Yeah, that definitely, at least that's the experience I've had. Um, I I don't want to just like tell like my same story over and over again on this podcast, but um, basically like I got involved with 
like trap rock and learning about musicians because of the parrot head club. And, you know, it's just like you join the club and you're instantly just have all these friends. And so um, that's the experience I've had too. Like everybody's been super welcoming. All the musicians are so friendly um, Mm -hmm. and relatable and like, like willing to just chat with you. And, and I think that, um, kind of sets this group apart uh, from other music industries or like groups is that you go to a show and or a house concert and you spend you know almost as much time just chatting with the artist as you do listening to them play um, and I feel like that kind of draws people in as well so that's really I think cool that in addition to your um, you know playing the music you also have your radio show where you interview people how do you like do you just have musicians that are on like as if you're playing their music and you just call them up and say like hey do you want to come on and do an interview or like how do you pick out people to be on there well uh you know we uh you know usually it's uh sometimes it's just checking in with people uh you know during the pandemic you know a lot of people weren't doing a lot of things but they were behind the scenes working on new music or whatever, but usually it's, you know, like the sauce boss tomorrow. He's got the, uh, the whole new, uh, peanuts CD, uh, and the, the story about, uh, you know, the score for, um, rock and Jimmy Carter, rock and roll president, uh, uh, thing that came out, uh, last month is really a cool story. Uh, but you know, next week we're going to have a couple of book artists on a book, uh, authors on, uh, You know, a a lot of our, uh, that's another thing, you know, uh, my second passion, a close second besides music is writing and um, the, you know, a lot of the trop rock artists, uh, you know, the one we're going to have on next week is uh, Key West Chris. He's got his new book out, Time Traveler 2. And uh, then we're going to have a a lady on that uh, wrote a a book about the, the keys cooking. Uh, fascinating story with her. Uh, and so we may have book authors on, we may have, uh, we've had movie producers on, we've had music, uh, producers, uh, you know, whatever the interest is, it doesn't have necessarily have to always be about the, the artist and music. I mean, 90% of the time it is, but it's really the interesting thing of, um, introducing people to our audience around the world, um, that may or may not know, you know, who they are. Yeah, that's great. That's kind of actually sounds like this podcast. I always like to say that um, our content is anything escapism adjacent. So it doesn't have to be about Jimmy Buffett. It doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be, you know, as long as it kind of somehow relates to that escapism idea or lifestyle. That's how, you know, my 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 get my net for guests is very wide. <laughs> so um, I'm actually going to have. Uh, hopefully have some authors and stuff on too. So that's, that's really cool. I've, that's awesome to hear that, that it's because I mean like the a radio station, I think you sort of, you know, especially one that just plays music most of the time, like you expect to have musicians, but um, that's, that's good to know that people can tune in and hear interviews with other people as well. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Key West Chris, for instance, uh, you know, he's been living in Key West for many years now and uh, all of his music. That's the thing about trop rock there's two types of trop rock music. There are artists that uh, are writing about being in Key West. And then the, the 90% of the other artists are writing about going to Key West. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Key West Chris, his music is all about living in, on the island. And of course, 
his books are stories about uh, the the island itself, and he calls them time traveler. And uh, so it's it's all back to that whole escapism we we mentioned earlier. Yeah, and actually, when I was um, I don't usually like prepare that much for the podcast, but I was just like you know checking out your website and stuff. I noticed like you also like you've mentioned you're an author too. Do you want to talk about your book a little bit? Well, my, what I do is uh, I traveled for 25 years uh, in the corporate world. And uh, so I was just one of those guys that, you know, people would walk up to you in the airport and just tell you their whole life story. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I used to write the and they would have all these one liners, you know, artists would call, you know, music artists call them one liners. And, um, you know, because they can spend all day in the studio trying to come up with a song and get frustrated and go down to the corner store. And the guy will say, you know, the craziest thing. And that's the line they've been working for. <laughs> So it's the same thing with me. And I'd write these things on coasters and napkins or whatever. I kept them in a shoebox forever. And uh, one day I started writing about them. And, uh, you know, every morning I get up and I do a, a what's called a morning post on uh, Tiki Bar Publishing and on my Facebook page. It's, it's, it's my way of throwing out good vibes every morning. And it's got quite the following over the years. But my books are the, a collection of those early uh, stories. Uh, you know, people that I met along the way and, uh, and it, it's all tied back into, you know, a coffee shop at, uh, in St. Pete or wherever I was at at the time, uh, and the interesting people and the stories that they would tell me, I, I captured those in those, uh, couple of books and, uh, but I continue, I write every morning and I throw it out there about six o'clock in the morning. It's the only time I can write, uh, because, uh, the day gets away after that and then I lose the thought. So I'm up early every morning doing that. And, um, it's a, like I said, my, my close second passion to, uh, music is, is writing. That's really awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check out your book site. Um, I, I really like to read and during, I, I like a, the very seasonal. So like during certain times of the year, I like to read and watch certain types of things, but especially at this time of year going into spring and summer, it's like all tropical all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, you're getting like coming out. I mean, not that we really have winter here in Arizona where I live, but, um, you're sort of coming out of like, okay, the holidays are over, you know, any kind of like seasonal, like fall, Halloween, Christmas stuff is all over. So there's not really anything like themed, you know, to be like, oh, I'm going to watch scary movies for Halloween or I'm going to watch Christmas movies. So that's usually ends up being when I like fall. I mean, not that I don't listen to Jimmy Buffett and those things all the time. But that usually is when I fall more heavily into like wanting to read books about, you know, people that like sailed off on a sailboat or, you know, yeah. tro having tropical adventures or listening to Trop Rock more. Um, so I'm definitely like coming into that season. So uh, where, where can I get your book? Well, uh, they're, they're available on Amazon. They're, uh, uh traveling, uh, it's Tiki man stories and rambling thoughts of a Tiki man are the books. Uh, and you can also go to Tiki man and uh, there's a tab at the top there. It says Tiki bar publishing. Uh, my books are on there along with, uh, the trop rock artists, uh, coastal Americana artists that have their books out there. Uh, you know, uh, Pablo, Diane and Pablo with Diablo Creek, you know, Pablo, has finally uh, wrote in a couple, written a couple of books, and uh, so those are on there. So uh, I always uh, spotlight anything um, in the the trop rock community 
on that tab there on Tiki Bar Publishing. But all you got to do is just click on a picture and it takes you to right where you can buy the books. Okay, great. And if there was of the two, is there a better one to start with? Like, is there a, I mean, it sounds like they're collections of stories, so it's maybe not like a sequel, you know, first, but is there one you would recommend to start with? Well, the first one, uh, Rambling Thoughts of a, a Tiki Man, is kind of where it all started. And, and so the, the it, that's the introduction book and the first one. So I would start there. And then the other one is just a, a, a bigger, more continuing of those uh, short stories. And they, and they all start out the same way, you know, good morning. <laughs> so it's like a <laughs> like a morning thought, you know, uh, every story starts out the same way, you know, and it kind of pulls you into the um, you know, the story of, uh, who these people were and what they were doing. And, um, you know, I write a lot about, uh, you know, the ancient Tiki leaders and, and the words and wisdom and things that, uh, uh, you know, it's really just trying to keep people in a positive mood. Everything I do is about sending out good vibes. You know, on the radio, we don't do politics. We don't do religion. We don't do anything, you know, that we, people come to us to get away from all of that. And uh, those are hot spots where no matter which way you go, uh, 50% of the people are going to have a problem with it. So <laughs> we just don't do it. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we just feel like people come to our radio station or come to our studio or come to our tiki bar here in Harrison Bay to get away from the, the madness, which is kind of what Jimmy Buffett's music was all about, escapism and, and what people, uh, the love of Key West that people have, you know, it's a, uh, you know, when you when you drive down to the Keys, which I highly recommend that people that go to Key West uh, drive down from Miami, <laughs> you know, don't just fly in because you're missing so much of the Keys uh, if you don't drive down Highway 1, you know. But uh, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I, I, everything I do, you know, I get up, I, I do those writings in the morning. The radio station streams 24-7. We do our Sunday show on Sunday Saturdays, we have a show called Jukebox Saturday, which is that old shagging music and takes you back in time complete with the commercials and whatnot. And uh, we've got a new show on Wednesdays called Tropical Country, uh, which uh, kind of captures all of those artists out there that uh, have a lot of country music to their natural style, uh, but they may not be spotlighting um, on traditional trop rock radio stations because mm-hmm it may not have a, a margarita on the beach in the song, you know? So, um, so, you know, every, everything we do all day long around here is talking about positive vibes and, and focusing on, uh, the positive, you know, I have a, my, my thought process is, you know, a lot of people, and they taught you this in the corporate world, you know, the glass is half full or half empty. Well, I always like to say the glass is always refillable and you can fill it with whatever you want. Rum. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's funny. I always like, I, I don't usually do that podcast this early, but I'm often doing it, you know, earlier in the day because a lot of my guests are on East Coast time and I'm not. Um, mm. And it, it feels like I should be drinking while I'm doing this podcast, but I don't know if I ever have. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, what are, all my guests are like, oh yeah, tropical escapism, like having some cocktails, and and they're often, you know, having a, a rum or a beer or whatever. And I'm just like, why am I doing this at eleven in the morning? <laughs> well, one of our uh, one of our sponsors uh, is uh, Key West Trading Company. Of course, they have Smuggler's Whiskey and and all that. You know, I'm looking at a bottle here that we uh, 
and have in a studio that uh, you know we we can show to the cameras now, and it's sitting next to my Beach Buddha Coffee, which is another one of our sponsors. So together, that's a great way to start the morning. All right, a little right. Beach Buddha Coffee and some uh, a little shot of Smuggler's Whiskey, you're good to go. Yeah, I saw the Key West Trading Company has has an absinthe now. Yes. Just, that's it's I I I haven't I've had absinthe like once, and it was a long <laughs> time ago. Um, I'm yeah. not like really a fan of like the anise flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it wasn't really my jam, but like that's kind of cool. Like you don't see that as a thing people have a lot is absinthe. Yeah, and it's it's recently released, and that's Hemingway inspired. That's what Hemingway drank, and he called the drink "Death in the Afternoon." Oh. Uh, and in order to do it correctly, you really have to use a spoon that has holes in it and a sugar right. cube, you know, and all the that. whole setup. Yeah, the whole setup. Uh, we did an <laughs> interview with Jim with the uh, Key West Trading Company uh, a couple weeks ago, and we cut out those interviews. And we put them on YouTube. So you can go to our YouTube channel and see. He's got the whole setup and explain everything in detail about it. But it's a lot. You got to be careful with it, though. That's why they call yeah. it death in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. um, when you are streaming to YouTube, is there video ever or is it just audio from the radio station? Oh, no, it's video. It's uh, we have, like I said, we oh, have awesome. six cameras in the studio and I have a switcher. So. There are four of us in the studio doing the show at any given time. Sometimes there's five. We have up to six camera or six uh, microphones in here. So uh, the switcher will give you different angles of whoever's talking. It'll switch around the room. And then when we play songs, uh, uh, when we do play the music, which, uh, you know, we do quite often, obviously, but we'll play the music. Uh, maybe it's an artist that's coming up for an interview or whatever. So there's a video that's uh, playing on YouTube while the music is playing. Cool. That's really awesome. I, I probably shouldn't be saying this because I just do an audio podcast, but I feel like people nowadays like find video like extra engaging. I mean, not that there aren't people that listen to podcasts. Um, thank you everyone that's listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes people are like, you know, well, we want to see like what's going on. Like you're talking with guests and like, what are you guys up to? And you know, um, so that's that's cool that you have that feature uh, that people can access to if they want for, for the interviews when you have guests and things. Well, we, we worked really hard on that uh, virtual show last year for the showcase. And, and Brian's sister and her husband have a company called Boxline, uh, Boxline Box. And, and so those guys, you know, they, they put little cameras on surgical instruments and, uh, you know, video the – uh, stream live the operation of a brain surgeon to all these medical doctors around the world. And they're like, Oh yeah, your, your show's not going to be a problem. So, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it. So we, we, uh, we learned so much through that and, and it's really cool now to uh, like tomorrow we'll have the sauce boss on and you'll be able to see me do the interview on the YouTube Sauce Boss will be on one side of the screen. I'll be on the other side. And he's on the radio at the same time. It's really cool how it's all come about. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I hope people tune in tomorrow. Uh, the Sauce Boss is really great. I don't know if I already said that, but I'm a big fan of the Sauce Boss. Uh, he's super fun. If people don't know who that is, um, sorry, I'm just going to do a little plug for the Sauce Boss right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, He's never been on this podcast, but I would love to have him on. Um, he... 
plays really awesome, energetic music, and also makes gumbo on stage at the same time. And then afterwards, you get to eat the gumbo. It's like the coolest experience. Um, I saw him in Key West a few years ago, and it was really amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, and everybody in the crowd can come up and stir that gumbo. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the show, everybody gets a bowl of the gumbo. And uh, a lot of people, you know, another claim to fame for him, and and there's many, uh, but, you know, he's... He's done thousands and thousands of uh, shows for uh, homeless shelters uh, and, you know, cooking that gumbo and doing all that stuff. It's, it's really, really cool. The, and I, I think that's, um, you know, when I'm interviewing people and artists or whoever they may be, I'm trying to find that thing that people don't always know about, you know, and that's, that's kind of what we highlight. I mean, the music kind of speaks for itself and it's great music. And he's an amazing guy. Okay. If, if you haven't seen the sauce balls, you have, there's a part of your life that's missing. Okay. I agree. <laughs> He's so energetic. You are going to walk away saying to yourself, I have really got to get in shape because, uh, you know, <laughs> he's doing the drums. He's playing this, uh, funky guitar. He's doing all these things. And yeah, he has and, like washboard that he plays. Yeah. He's got the washboard going on, you know, and the, the other band members are, they're just sitting there in the back cause they just can't compete with what he's doing. Yeah. He's jumping around all over the stage. And I, every time I'm like, that was amazing, but I feel tired. And all I did was like, <laughs> sit here and watch. It's, it's crazy how much energy he has. I love it. But it's so infectious, you know, when you watch it, you can't help but just really like get into it and have a great time. Cause he just, sure. you know, has puts that energy out there. And um, like you said, <clears throat> like you put out the positive energy. Like, I feel like he definitely has a really positive energy and, oh, and you yeah. put that out there and, and, that's gonna you know infect the people around you in a good way not in like a pandemic way (laughs) well there's so many artists out there that have written songs about jimmy buffett but when jimmy buffett writes a song about you uh i will play for gumbo uh he wrote that song about the sauce balls that's a pretty good uh uh, pretty good thing right there that's that's how you know you you did it you did the right thing (laughs) you did something right yeah (laughs) um I wanted to ask you, you were talking about the other radio stations and there are a few out there. You named uh, several of them and you know, I, you, you're from the corporate world, so I'm sure you know what an elevator pitch is. I'm not going to make you do that, but <laughs> I would like to know like what you think, not, not to say like yours is better, right? Like everybody has their own thing, like you said, but what do you sure. think makes Tiki Man Radio, like if you were going to like tell someone about your radio station that, you know, know this person knows that there's like five radio stations out there that have kind of similar music. Like what do you think makes yours sets yours apart? Like what's the thing your radio station has that you would tell people about to, you know, spark their interest or make them say like, Oh, that, that is something like I want to check out. Yeah. I, I think for us, our music um, is, is, you know, it's got a lot of the escapism songs in there, traditional trop rock and, and, and all that, you know, but you, you'll hear a Bob Seger tune, you know, you'll hear a Charlie Simon song, you know, you'll, you'll hear basically the radio station. Uh, I have a tiki bar here that I've had for 18 years and the radio station came out of all those years at the tiki bar where we used to have a, a 50 plus one CD player out there, you know, and we just put it on random and let it play. And people would be like, Oh man, I hadn't heard that song in a long time. So the radio station, which has about 15,000 songs in it, is a um, reflection of the Tiki bar and that whole 
you know, you, like I said, you, Todd Runger and song or something, you know, you're, you're going to hear all kinds of music in there that is uh, upbeat, happy music. You know, we don't play a lot of the traditional country stuff like, uh, you know, I loved you, I wanted you, and you left me anyway, and so I'm going to you know, go back to Georgia on the Pine Box. Or, you know, we don't play all that because it's a little bit depressing. Um, you can go anywhere and listen to that. But uh, on our station, it's 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 more of a, uh, uh, you know, a celebration of life. You know, there's, there's so many negativity things out there that people are bogged down with, and a lot of jealousy and hate and all this stuff. And people are always trying to hold you down, you know? So we try to go in a different direction of, uh, try to, you know, look at the positive side and, and we're all trained that way. You know I mean? Like, you know, the, the weatherman says it's, uh, you know, uh, 50% chance of rain. Well, 50% chance of sunshine too. <laughs> it's just how you look at it, you know? So that's what we try to do. So it's a good mix of, uh, I love a little bit of jazz. I love going down to uh, New Orleans, the jazz festival. I love the blues. And so that's, you know, Sauce, Sauce Boss is a blues player, uh, you know. So, you know, you're going to have a little bit of that feel-good music, okay? And I've had all the other radio stations uh, on my show to do interviews about them and their radio station because I believe all of us need to work together for a common goal. And like I said, I have a lot of respect for them because I know what we all do behind the scenes. Uh, and they, and they all have their own little thing that they're doing. And there was a time where there was a lot of competition, uh, in the trop rock, uh, world of, of music. Uh, but that's kind of dissipated in the last three years because everybody has found their own little thing that they're doing. So, you know, if I was telling someone to try our radio station, then I would say that would separate us. Not that everybody's not doing some of that as well, but that would separate us from your traditional type chop rock radio station. Um, yeah. And then again, it's like I said, it's very interactive. People around the world are um, chiming in during the Sunday show. And that's another thing. That's a live show that's been going on for seven years every Sunday. Um, and all of our shows, um, I record them as we're doing them and they're all archived over on soundcloud.com. There's over 550 shows, interviews, um, you know, shows we've done on the road that are archived on soundcloud.com under Tiki Man Radio. So, um, you know, if you miss a show, you can go back and listen to it. You can download it. Uh, you can listen to it. Now you can just pull up YouTube on your TV and watch it all over again. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love that, you know, what you said about the different stations, like having their own thing and then like supporting each other. I think, mm -hmm. like you said, I think there's a a tendency for people to easily become like, oh, well, you know, like we're kind of doing the same thing. So like we have to do it better or like we have to, you know, we there's some kind of rivalry or but I, I really believe in, you know, like if you're doing the same thing, it means like you love the same thing and you're interested in the same thing. So like, why wouldn't you support? Um, there's been like several newer Jimmy Buffett podcasts, like since I started my podcast and uh, in the podcasting world, there's always a million podcasts about everything. So like, yeah. I, I it's, it's, that's not really like unexpected, but um but like, instead of being like, oh no, there's another Jimmy Buffett podcast to compete with, I'm more like, oh, they're great. There's another Jimmy Buffett podcast. That means like, 
I can do what I want with my podcast. They're doing different things. So, um, like, um, obviously Dan from Classic Buffett has been doing his stories. We could tell podcasts for a while, but also there's, um, under 40 victims of fate that just started up in a podcasting in paradise, which is a pretty new one too. Um, and, and we really all do different things on our pod. Like they're all inspired by Jimmy Buffett, but each of those podcasts is like a different, has a different thing that they do related to Jimmy Buffett. So, um, so there really is space for a lot of um, different things that are doing kind of the same thing. And I think, you know, it's important to sort of, instead of resisting that, just to like embrace it and make it a community because like, why wouldn't you want, like, we're all talking about Jimmy Buffett and we all have podcasts. Like, doesn't that mean like we're probably going to be friends, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, my vision for Chop Rock, you know, was always kind of like uh craft beer. Okay. So craft beer never, um, never you know they call it craft beer so you you know like if you go into a, a craft beer place where they have their own craft beer they're going to have 19 others or 12 others of the other local craft beer beers okay so people i mean there was a time three or four years ago where you couldn't get craft beer in a grocery store and now they got it all down the aisle you know and and they did it by growing the craft beer name right they they didn't say you know it's uh you know funky funky beach beer or whatever is better than you know this one or whatever it's all craft beer and you can try all of it you know so in the in my vision for drop rock as far as the radio station and community goes was always kind of that way you know this is what we're all part of everybody has uh, uh, uh strengths and and things that they can do some of them can some of us can travel all the time some of us can't some of us uh you know, goes, has a festival, some of us don't or whatever, but we're all working towards a common goal. And, and so if everybody would look at it from a, like a craft beer type mentality, then you really take all that whole competition thing out of the, out of the window there. I like that uh, analogy because my husband is a brewer and yeah, he makes craft beer for a living and I really like beer. So that's <laughs> actually a really good and relevant to my life analogy. So I appreciate that. Well, see, you know, he, he had a love of, uh, you know, craft beer, you know, uh -huh. and, and uh, you know, and, and, and now you have a love of it, obviously. Right. So, you right. know, it, you know, and that was kind of the, the, how it got started, you know, craft beer. It wasn't just, you know, a name or, uh, you know, like regular beer. It Budweiser's in competition with Miller and this and that, and whatever. Craft beer is not in competition with anything. It's part of craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. And there is definitely a very like craft beer community where like they all know each other and like they do collabs and, you know, um, you know, for the most part support each other and stuff. So, I mean, that, not that there's not competition, I'm sure, but definitely like from being involved in that community, it seems very, you know, like they're all just friends and like working together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, they're not going to just have a brewery with just their beer. A lot of times, usually they'll have other craft beers in there because they're all pushing that same thing. Right. Yeah. Um, how do you, um, this is a little bit of a jump, but I wanted to make sure I asked you this because I, this is really interesting. And, and I've had um, Eric and Gina on as guests too. And I asked them this, how do you like choose what music, like do people send you music or do you go out and, hunt down music to put on your radio station or like 
how, how do you find musicians to be, to add to your station? Well, I get, I get a lot of emails with music. <laughs> I get a lot. Okay. So not all of it makes it through to the radio station. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the other part of the craft beer analogy and trop rock is that it has to be good. Right. So right. Uh, not meaning that it has to be a good song, but the quality has to be good. Uh, so right, if like I can't just record something on my phone. Yeah. If, if it in sounds like my living room and send it to you and you'll be like, no, this is not <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. I can tell you just recorded this on your phone in your living room. Yeah. And, and I, I think there was a time because there wasn't as much trop rock music out there. Uh, no, certainly there's a whole lot more now, but I think uh, early on, uh, you know, if it sounded like it was recorded in the bathroom in a bucket, people were playing it and it was actually giving us a bad name. Uh, people would, you know, if they just stumble across it, they're like, oh, that sounds horrible. You know, I can't even, you know, it sounds, you know, it's got bad reverb in it or whatever, you know, and that would turn people away. We're trying to get more and more people to learn about this music. So quality is very important. Now, I have also discovered that if you get back in touch with that particular artist and say, Hey, you need to find you a good producer for that. Or you may want to try this. Here are some names of people that could help you get a better quality of this or whatever. I have found that they appreciate that feedback as opposed to just not ever playing it at all. Right. And, and you're not necessarily being like your, your song is bad or your music is bad, yeah. you know, like <laughs> no. you're saying like the production value on this needs to be up before it can really be played on the radio, but you're not like, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you suck. Yeah, yeah. That's very counterproductive of what I'm trying to do as far as being positive. Right. So sometimes, uh, you know, being honest, which seems to be a lost art these days, being honest with people, uh, goes a lot long, you know, and people will appreciate that. Uh, and, and what I've also found is people will, you know, Hey, this is not for the radio, but I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, what do you think it needs or that or whatever? Now, uh, you know, that's that's really cool that they appreciate my opinion about a particular song or whatever. You know, so I, I feel like that uh, I've earned that through, you know, working with the artist over the last seven or eight years uh, and trying to be honest. And, and uh, you know, we, we try to focus on the, the quality of the music. But back to your original question is. Usually it comes in the mail, it comes in uh, email, it comes in this, it comes in that. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a lot. Uh, um, it's it's increasingly getting to where uh, Dropbox and email is definitely the way to go because then I can listen to it on my in my on my phone with earbuds on or in the car or whatever, and kind of because I've never played a song on the radio that I haven't listened to before. Right. So, um, you personally vet all the music, you don't just throw it on there like someone puts it to you. You're like, okay, great, put it on the radio. Like, you listen to every song first and decide, like, is this up to the quality level? Yeah, I don't turn it over to the girls in the home office or anything, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like uh, Eric and Gina have the you know the production company or whatever, you know, the pr production crew. You know, we'll we'll let our production crew take a listen to this, which is really Gina or him, you know. Right, but, yeah. You know, but no, I don't do that because it's kind of, you know, like I said, it's my radio station. It's it's my heart. And so I put everything I can to make it better every day. And uh, I want to make sure the music is good as well, because 
not only is it a reflection of the radio station, but it's a reflection of that artist. Okay. If, if I don't tell them that this, this particular song needs to be fixed or, uh, offer up suggestions, they're not going to have a lot of success, uh, getting gigs and selling music, which is the ultimate goal here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm sure they appreciate you saying, you know, like, Hey, the production value on this maybe isn't the best. So I don't want to, because like yeah. as a, as an artist, like you want to put your best self out there, like so that people will listen and enjoy your music. So, you know, I, I, I am not a musician, but if I was, I feel like I would appreciate that just to, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put something out there and have it like played and then find out later that people think it's like not great because I recorded it in my basement, you know, on my phone or whatever the thing is. Like, um, like I'm sure, I'm sure that most musicians would take that well because it's like, okay, well we want to, you know, get our stuff out there, but like in a good way, like we want people to like it. So. Sure. Yeah. And, and like I said, we work with so many, uh, producers and, uh, you know, one of our other sponsors is, uh, MFG records, which is Dave signs of Beth Travers. And, uh, you know, so they, they produce a lot of music. Uh, uh, you know, we, we work with all kinds of producers. So we, we offer up people that can help, uh, you know, that understand that who are musicians and artists themselves, uh, and can, can help people. So, and again, that goes back to the community that we all love of everybody trying to help out. I mean, you know, if I, if I just didn't, you know, if I just, well, that, that sucked and just delete it. Right. Well, that's not very encouraging to what we're trying to do here. We're trying to help the artists become who they want to be. We're trying to help them by playing their music, spotlighting them with the interviews on the Sunday show giving them a, a list of places they can play all the way down to Key West, a, you know, a showcase that we have. Uh, a lot of times uh, people never been to Key West before, and, and now they have a place to play and a showcase with 54 artists. That's where we want to get them to. So that first song may need to be tweaked a little bit, or, you know, it may be, you know, listen, that sounds a lot like uh, Margaritaville, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, because I think, Shoot. That, yeah. <laughs> I think people stumble into trop rock and they think, oh, well, I can write a margarita. You know, every trop rock song doesn't have to have a margarita on the beach in it. Okay. <laughs> they just don't. So, uh, you know, yeah, it could be, you know, a pina colada. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it could be a craft beer. Okay. Because <laughs> craft beer on the beach. I did. I'm going to write this. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, paradise <laughs> is a state of mind. And, and you know, it, that's, that's wherever you're going to be. I mean, we, <laughs> We're having our very first, hopefully, um, everything will pan out with the pandemic and everything, but we, we've got our very first uh, Tiki Man Radio Escape to Paradise in Montego Bay this year in July, and uh, we've got about uh, 25 rooms booked, which is, uh, you, know, you know, that's about uh, 55 people that are signed up and going with us. So, you know, Paradise is a state of mind, and Paradise can be your craft beer in a boat, uh, you know, anywhere, if it's, uh, Kelly McGuire might be down to Belize. If it's Jimmy Parrish, it might be somewhere else. You know, uh, if it's a barefoot man, it's over in the Cayman Islands, you know? So, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be about a margarita on the beach. <laughs> and I think new trop rock artists stumble into it thinking that's what they have to write. Well, 
we want to know, we want to learn more about that particular artist and what got you to this point. What were you doing before you stumbled into this? And, and lo and behold, they've got all this great music that they've been writing for years. Right. Yeah. And it seems like, <clears throat> you know, like you said, there, I'm sure is the tendency to like fall into like, oh, well, I need to write a song about, you know, drinking a margarita on the beach. But, um, you know, if it's when I think when people pull from like their life experiences and just write and and maybe your life experiences drinking margarita on the beach. But like if you're like, oh, well, I, I haven't done that as much. But, you know, what I have done is, um, you know, I, I go fishing a lot or something, you know, like whatever the thing is, it seems like those like you can really tell when a song is coming from a place of like someone's experience or like someone's like if personal emotions versus like oh well, I just have to write like a quote unquote trop rock song kind of thing so yeah. um I think that's like what makes trop rock in- interesting is like even though it's not actually all tropical it is it is all really sort of based on this like songwriting of like st- storytelling I guess well, people will tell you to write about what you know, and um, a lot of artists go to Nashville and write about what they know, and then Nashville takes that and turns it into the Nashville sound, you know. So from an independent artist standpoint, it's really true. Write about what you know, not what you're uh, trying to to be to other people, you know. Write about what you know, and a lot of times that's where the magic comes out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, and you don't have to get too into, like, financial details but I mean it sounds like this is a full-time job and you mentioned having sponsors um I know like it's a lot of work and also like all the you know tech and stuff you need do does having sponsors sort of cover the expenses of doing the show or um are you like do you do anything else on the side yes I I I do a lot of things on the side uh anybody that tells you they're making money in in radio they're lying to you okay (laughs) All right, they, they it's a it's more of a passion, uh, just like the independent artist playing uh, for fifty dollars somewhere. It's it's not so much about the money. Uh, it's more about the passion and the love of the people uh, that call themselves Tiki Man Radio fans and the artists and the parrot heads and every, our charities and everything that we're involved in. Now the sponsors have definitely uh, they help us. You know, everything we bring in from sponsors goes right back into the radio station. You know, I mean, all this equipment, uh, you know, there's six uh, cameras in the studio. You know, there's uh, there's all kind. you know, there's I'm looking at four laptops right now. You know, so all of that goes right back into it. We have a, a tiki bar here that has a tiki bar stage uh, that uh, we plan on putting some cameras out there and, and being able to stream that on YouTube when artists come here and play last summer. During the pandemic, you know, we had Jim Asabel here. We had uh, Jack Mosley was here. Beth and Dave, Beth Travers and Dave Signs were here. Uh, man, I mean, if and <laughs> for all practical purposes, and and we were being safe. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a crowd of people, uh, but you know, we we had I don't know ten or fifteen people at a different time, and and it's so everybody can spread out out there, jump in the pool or whatever, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but is there yeah. a way like listeners can support? the station if they want to, or, um, do you not have that? Like, do you not ask that? of? Well, we do have a donate button on our website. Okay, I was yeah. going to say like, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes people are reluctant to 
like ask people for money, but you know, if you're putting out a product and a service, especially like radio is, you know, free to listen to basically. So um, well, we have a, we have a store tab on our, our website as well, which, uh, which we partner with uh, another long, uh, my longest relationship sponsor, Island J and he handles all of our t-shirts or hats or koozies or mugs, all that stuff. So that definitely helps us out. I would much rather somebody go over and buy a Tiki Man Radio shirt uh, of all different kinds of colors and styles that, that he has over there. Uh, that supports us. And that, that is, you know, helps the radio station uh, as opposed to, uh, trust me, you know, if you want, if you want to drop about a half a million dollars in the donate button, we'll take it. But, but, <laughs> Uh, we'll just build a bigger studio out of it. It's not like we're going to go buy a Lamborghini or anything, you know? Right. So, you know, it's, uh, like right. I said, it goes back into the, the station and the show. It allows us, I mean, just think about it. Uh, it allowed us to do the, 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 the virtual show, uh, our fourth year. It's allowed us to now have sponsors for cameras. Uh, when we go down to Key West and, and, you know, this year in our fifth year, not only will we have 50 plus artists, but we'll have cameras in Dirty Harry's. So people that are not in Key West will be able to see it on YouTube streaming. Live. Yeah. So all of that takes uh, money and that's where the sponsors come in. And, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't, you know, I probably could make a lot more money uh, if I, if I just had all kinds of crazy sponsors, but I have to believe in the product. I have right. to, I've, I don't, I don't, partner up with someone as a sponsor unless you know like beach buddha coffee if, if i don't like the coffee i'm not going to get on the radio and say it's great coffee okay yeah. uh same thing with smugglers whiskey or anybody else that we're involved with we got a travel company that that we work with legends travel uh and they they are doing our tiki man radio escaped paradise uh so you know having all these partners that we work with allows us to bring quality sound you know microphones are expensive uh you know equipment is expensive you know and um, you know you have to have the best quality of stuff to do the right shows and do it live i mean you know it's crazy for me to be doing a show and i'm running six cameras i got youtube going on i mean I, I would love to be able to just come in here and just do what i do on the radio but you know i'm also running the board i'm running left i got two yeah, you're the crew you're there the the <laughs> talent and the crew yeah you're everything i'm, I'm everything, I'm everything. <laughs> yes no i've got a lot of people helping me you know that that do the show with me my you know the hippie chick here uh she's been doing a show with me for three or four years and and uh you know, I've got some really good people that uh, make it fun. That's what it's about on the Sunday right. show. And when we come on, it's about having some fun and uh, getting people away from all that negativity for a little while. Well, and projects like, well, projects, not really a project. It's like a whole radio station, but things like, you know, what you're doing and, and for me, podcasting, like it's got to be fun or like why it, it either has to be like you're making a lot of money and it's the thing that supports you or it has to be fun, you know, because like if it's not fun and like if you're not having a good time and like, you know, you're not getting compensated in a way that's worth doing something that's not fun, um, you know, like having a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, like I love my job, but also like if I didn't need to like pay bills, I probably would not have a job, you know. Yeah, there's that um, eating thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. uh, 
So like, like having fun is really important. Like for me, like that's why I do the podcast is I get to talk to cool people. Like, like I don't always know about a lot about all my guests ahead of time, but like I learn about, I love like meeting new people and learning about what they're doing and like discovering, like they have a book I can read too, you know, or so like, I, I think having that, like, the fact that you're having fun while you're doing it is like really the most important thing. And that sounds pretty cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> if you're doing something that like you care about and you're passionate about and is like a sort of creative endeavor is like, if you're not having a good time, then like, I really hope you're getting paid to do it. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> well, otherwise, why are you wasting your time? <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, <laughs> trust me, the easiest thing to do is not do it at all. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But if you don't have the love for the music and the passion about what it, I'm definitely not, Again, if anybody's telling you they're making money on radio, they're lying to you because it's, it's not. You just you're just buying different things uh, for the radio station and, and yeah. traveling more. I mean, it it allows us to go to Key West and, and do certain things. So, um, you know, continue what we're doing. I mean, so it, it's really good, uh, but it, it's it's definitely not for the money. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned to you, there's an app so you can actually just download the app and listen on your phone really easily. Um, mm -hmm. I was doing it this morning and I, you mentioned that like there's, um, com com vintage commercials, which is really cool on there, yeah. um, on the Saturday morning show. Um, so definitely like you can listen on, on, you know, the web or whatever, but I think that's important to know for people that it's really easy to just download the, the app on your phone. Um, yeah. and yeah. then you can listen wherever you go. Well, that's true. And and we're also on TuneIn. Uh, we're also on all kinds of platforms. You can go to TGMANRadio.com and, and you can pull that up right on your phone. There's also a player there. Uh, but it, if you scroll down, it'll say all the ways that you can you can find Tiki Man Radio and listen to it. Uh, a lot of people, you know, there's beach bars, uh, you know, Runaway Island Bar in Panama City keeps it streaming all the time, you know, outside. So, you know, a lot of uh, places... Uh, uh, do that. And, and we're very fortunate to have a lot of people that enjoy what we do because it's not just uh trap rock. No. Yeah. Um, so I would be remiss if I didn't ask, it's not a prerequisite to be a guest on this podcast, but to like Jimmy Buffett, but um, it seems <laughs> like you do. So I just feel yeah. like I, before we go, I want to ask you like how, what's your, you know, experience, like how did you, learn about Jimmy Buffett originally, like, you know, being a fan of Jimmy Buffett, like how has that affected your life? Well, I think like a lot of, a lot of people, you, you love the, the Jimmy Buffett music. And, 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 you know, I always like to point out that he has hundreds and hundreds of really good songs. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you don't just have to, uh, you know, kind of lean towards you. If you haven't really dialed into that library of what he does, uh, it's really good, but I think a lot of people, you know, became, I became a Parrothead 10 years ago and you got more involved with it. I love that what Parrotheads do as far as charity and, and, you know, putting back into their community and, uh, you know, and having fun, party with a purpose. That's what it's all about. So uh, that's kind of how that changed my whole perspective. And that was 10 years ago. And then naturally I got into radio and uh, just continued that whole, um, that vibe of, of being a Parrothead uh, and enjoying the escapism that Jimmy Buffett brought to the table. We owe it all to Buffett. Okay. I, that's, yeah. the biggest, that's the greatest song ever. You know, anybody. Blame it on Buffett. It's what I say. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And you don't have to like uh, Jimmy Buffett or like all the songs or whatever, no. you know, if, I tell the artists this, but you, you sure do need to respect where it came from because that's why it's allowing us all to do what we're doing, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and you set me up really well for my next segue, uh, which is um, you mentioned party with a purpose and um, the, one of the things that I've started doing recently on the podcast, because I really uh, think that that's an important part of, for me, being a parrot head, um, is asking my guests to talk about a charity or a nonprofit organization that they really want to support or they care about. Um, and then partly to get the word out there to people who might be listening. And then partly because uh, the podcast, AKA me, <laughs> will make a donation um, to that charity for each episode. So uh, did you pick out uh, something that you wanted to share with everybody? Yeah, we work, uh, we are official members and um, partners with um, uh, Key West Parrothead Club. And um, one of the charities, and, and they have about seven that they are involved with, but one of them that I, I've really uh, been putting a lot of research in, and I'm actually going to have one of one of the uh, members uh, on the show in a couple of weeks, uh, but it's called uh, Bahama Village uh, Music Program. And uh, what that's about is uh, free music um, in, in instructions and, and music lessons and things for kids that are 6 to 16. So they're teaching, you know, they're offering up, uh, it's a nonprofit, of course, but they, they are teaching kids the, the love and the value of music and teaching them how to play these guitars and instruments and stuff. And it's free uh, from ages six to 16. And I, I just think that's a fantastic, uh, program that they've got there. And it's, it's based in uh, Key West. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, Bahama village music program. Okay. That sounds awesome. I had not heard of that before. I also am doing this so that like, I can just find out about more, you know, cool organizations and things to support. So, um, sure. thank you for sharing that. And I will, uh, look them up, um, after I assume they have a website or something that I can do, find. Do. Yeah. So I will check that out and uh, make a donation on behalf of the podcast. Um, and I encourage anyone else listening, if that sounds like an organization that you, you know, think sounds like a worthy cause that you might be interested to go and check out their website and I'll post it in the show notes too. So people can find it easily. Um, and yeah, or at least just go take a look, you know, and see, see what they're all about. Cause that definitely sounds like a worthy cause to me. Yeah. Teaching kids how to play music uh, yeah. is a, and it's free to them is, is a fantastic thing. I mean, we've worked with so many charities at girls Inc. Uh, when we're working with the Panama city parrothead club for the rendezvous. Uh, we broadcast that uh, for five straight years uh, up till this last year when it was canceled uh, because of the pandemic. But right. we work with so many, I, I love working with the, uh, charities that have anything to do with kids where you can impact uh, that young mind. Yeah, no, that sounds great. And honestly, like I, I mean, I learned, I, they tried to teach us like recorder in L when I was in elementary school. Uh, mm -hmm. But like maybe if they had had a more robust music program, I might be a more musical person now. That's right. That's Instead right. of learning how to play like one song on the recorder. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> So I think that is really cool. Uh, and I will, yeah, like I said, I'll make sure to post the, the website and everything so people can find it. Um, uh, yeah, so 
thank you so much for being on. Uh, before you go, do you want to just uh, reiterate like what time your show is and uh, where people can find you on social media so people can come and um, like follow you or if people want to contact you, how would they go about that? Well, they can uh, go to TikiManRadio.com is our website. Very simple. TikiManRadio.com. And there's all kinds of ways there to send us emails, click on this, that, whatever. Uh, download our free app, uh, like you said, from any app store. And uh, in, in the app store is on your phone. You don't have to leave the house for that. <laughs> and uh, take Tiki Man Radio wherever you want to go and uh, listen to it, enjoy it, and, and have some fun with it. And of course, uh, we have our Tiki Man Radio, three words, Tiki Man Radio Facebook page. We're also on Twitter at Tiki Man Radio. We're on Instagram at Tiki Man Radio. Uh, you know, we have uh, different groups, Coastal Americana, Facebook page, Trop Rock slash Coastal Americana, Trop, or, uh, yeah, um, Facebook page. And the big thing right now is to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, three words, Tiki Man Radio. Um, subscribe to it. Hit the little bell so you'll know when we're live because we'll be live every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. live on the radio and YouTube um, every Sunday. Come over and be part of the show. Tell us where you're at, what you're doing, uh, and we'll give you a shout out on the radio. And next thing you know, you're you're part of the family. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, on Twitter too, I noticed it it pushes like what songs are playing to the to Twitter. So if you follow on Twitter, you can see like if you're if you're just like looking at Twitter and you're like, oh, that song is on right now. Like, cool, I want to like check that out or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a cool feature. Yeah, the uh, the uh, bass here will send that tweet out every time it, it plays a song. So, it, again, the artists pick up on that and they can share that, you know. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, you know, for an independent artist just starting out, it is so cool for you for them to hear their song on the radio. Yeah, and I think that's really cool too. So I struggle a lot with, for this podcast, um, like having Facebook and Instagram and Twitter like what to post on each platform. And, and I feel kind of weird just like posting the exact same post on all three, you know, cause like, I, I know that's like what you do, right. Because not everyone follows on every platform, but like, I'm kind of always like, well, maybe like I can kind of like, what kind of content do I want to focus on on Twitter and like what kind of, um, so like, that's always a little bit of a struggle for me. So I think it's really cool that like for, for you, it's like, if people on follow on Twitter, they know like on Twitter, they can get that like song list. Right. And then sure. on yeah. Facebook, there's, you know, the, the thing you do every morning, like there's different sort of content on each platform, um, which, which I think is a cool way to do it. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're working very hard. Like I said, I feel like the impression I got after talking to Brian and Michelle was like that you just like were doing all the things. So I was like, well, I have to have this guy on because it sounds like you've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm also the maintenance guy around here for the tiki bar and everything else, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully you get to drink the drinks as well. So absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we've got, we've got a uh, our studio is inside a, a bar called the Chocolate Bar, and uh, people love to come here and have our chocolate martinis. It's an 18 foot long bar, and then outside we have the uh, the tiki bar uh, out next to the pool there. So uh, oh. and we've solved the world's problems at the tiki bar over the years. So you know. Well, it sounds like you got it all figured out. Well, I'm having fun, and that's that's you know we're we're not here for a long time, but we're we're here for a good time, so we might as well enjoy it. That's the way I look at it. 
That's right. I totally agree. Um, and once again, thank you so much for being on uh, and chatting with me and um, helping me share all the fun things you're doing with uh, maybe a few more people that didn't know about it. So um, I really appreciate you spending the time to do this. Well, I really appreciate you having us, and uh, hopefully we've we've gained a new uh, fan of Tiki Man Radio, and uh, you'll uh, have some fun with us uh, down the road. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. All right. Um, that was Danny Lynn from Tiki Man Radio. Once again, go check out the radio station. Go check out his website. Um, Go check out uh, the charity that he mentioned, which I'll uh, put the link for you all to do that. Um, and I will be making a donation. Now that I'm kind of going back to more frequent episodes, that my the size of my donations might have to be a little smaller than when I was doing one episode a month. But I still will be making a donation to every organization for every episode. So I really want to bring that party with a purpose attitude to this podcast and a walk the walk and not just talk the talk, you know? I mean, it's easy to say part of the purpose, but I really want to back that up by um, contributing to organizations that uh, need, you know, people to contribute to them and seem like good organizations and helping get the the word out there about them. So hopefully you will go check out that organization. And yeah, once again, just thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you all. Um, <clears throat> go check out the other Buffett podcasts, like I mentioned. Um, obviously, Dan over at Classic Buffett uh, and I are, you know, friends. He's been on this podcast several times, so that shouldn't be a new one to you. Um, his podcast is called Stories We Could Tell. Um, but then there's also two other newer podcasts called Under 40 Victims of Fate, which I was actually a guest on last week. I don't know, the week before? Time is just, who knows what time is doing right now. Um, so yeah, you can listen to me be interviewed, which is always weird, considering I'm usually the one interviewing people. And then the other one is called Podcasting in Paradise. Um, so you can go check that out, see if it's your vibe. Um, and, you know, if you like those podcasts more and don't have time for every podcast, I won't be offended if you... <laughs> stop listening to this podcast. Like I'm just going to put this out there. Anyone who enjoys it can listen. Um, I do appreciate support. Like uh, Danny mentioned in the episode or in the interview, you know, it's not free to do this. Um, you know, I pay for like production software and different things. So <clears throat> I appreciate that, but obviously it's never, you're never obligated to do that. I really just listening is the thing that I care about the most. So if you're here listening, thank you so much. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, like writing a review or even just hitting that star rating um, is really helpful and that doesn't cost anything. So I really appreciate that if you do it. Um, if you want to contact me, uh, I love to hear from people. Tell me about like, did you like the episode or, you know, did it hit you in some way with the, you have a story you want to share? Like whatever the thing is, you can email me at blame it on Buffett podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow me on social media at blame Buffett pod on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. Um, if you just search for blame it on Buffett podcast, you should be able to find it. 
Um, and I, <clears throat> excuse me, am, like I said, hopefully going to be sort of making a comeback here, bringing you more content. Um, I have a few more guests lined up already, so hopefully, like, that'll be great. I'm excited for those guests. And yeah, I just, I know I said it like a million times, but I just cannot understate the amount that I appreciate you listening to this podcast if you are listening. Um, And, you know, sometimes people listen, you don't hear from them ever, which is totally fine. But, you know, if you leave a comment on social media or DM me or email me and just, um, you know, whatever your thoughts are, it's really nice to hear from people. Um, so I know that I'm not just yelling into the void, (laughs) which is sometimes what podcasting feels like, because unless you're sort of getting, you know, it's not like a live show where you're getting like real time comments or, um, I was watching Boomer Blake's, uh, Boomer's Basement show on Facebook the other night. It's on Friday nights. And, you know, that seems like a really fun format because, um, you get to like have sort of instant, like people are commenting, they're talking about it as it's happening. Um, you know, sort of that live thing. It's obviously like, I'm not going to change my show to that. I like being able to do it and put it out there, but that's a really cool thing too. And I might try and do some live streams just separate from the actual podcast. So I'm hoping maybe on, don't hold me to this. I haven't planned it all out yet, but I'm hoping that, um, on the 22nd, which is National Margarita Day, then I'm probably going to do a Facebook live stream. So please follow me on Facebook if you'd be interested in that. Um, and, uh, we'll see how that goes. I don't really know what's going to happen yet. I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook anyway, and then, you know, you'll get a notification if, if we're going live. Um, and if not, then, you know, you should still just drink some margaritas and enjoy National Margarita Day. But but hopefully we'll get something going. I just kind of want to get someone to come on with me because I don't really know if people just want to, like, see me spin my wheels while drinking margaritas. I mean, hopefully if there's people in the comments, we can, like, have a conversation, but who knows what it'll be like. So check that out if it happens. Um, so that is all for this episode. Uh, and remember until next time, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen out there. Blame it on Buffett. He was my hero from way in the past. And I sang his songs and